0: Welcome to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life. My name is Coach JC, and I am your coach. Each week, we bring you an inspiring, winning story, an empowering, motivating, winning word so that you can be your best and win more in life. Thank you for joining us today. And now it's time for you to be Fit for Duty and Fit for Life. All right, guys, what's going on? This is Coach JC, and you are listening to the Fit First Responders podcast, the podcast for you to be fit for duty and fit for life. We are super excited to have you tuned in and listening today. We are blessed and honored that if you are listening, the chances are that you are one of the finest, one of the bravest, out there serving our streets every single day. So we first of all, before we do get started, want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart for everything that you do, for the seeds that you sow into our great country. And we do have listeners now listening from all over, not only the USA, but we have listeners listening from all over our country, so we are super excited. And I'm super excited about our guest today, and we're going to get right to her in just a minute. But if you are a frequent listener to this podcast, then you know that at FFRonline.tv that we believe just like you train your body, you train your mind. And we have what we call our Fit for Duty, Fit for Life winning Confession. Sometimes you got to speak those things that you might not feel at the moment. So if you're a frequent listener, you know what you got to do. Just repeat after me. And if it's your first time, feel free to repeat after me. This is the FFR winning confession. Today is my day. No one will get in my way of me being the best version of me. I am here on purpose, I have a purpose. I am strong, I am passionate, I am powerful, I am unstoppable, I am a winner. I am fearless, I choose faith. And last but not least, I am fit for duty, I am fit for life. All right, once again, this is Coach JC, and I want to welcome you to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast and without further ado, I do have a legend on the podcast today. Man, I am so excited.
1: Miss Susan, are you there, my friend? I'm here, and I don't think I've ever been called a legend before, but thank you very much for that.
0: <laughs> well, here's why I call you a legend, because here's how you're invited on the show, Susan. And if you don't know, we're gonna we're gonna introduce you in just a moment. But you're invited on the Fit for Duty Fit for Life podcast by somebody requesting to have you on the show. So the fact that we haven't had one or two, but we've had multiple people request for you to be on our show tells me that you are a legend, tells me that you're in high demand within the law enforcement world and the first responder world, tells us and our listeners that you're doing amazing, great things because we have many people that have requested for you to be on this show. So without further ado, we do have the founder of UnderTheShield.com, a non profit ministry out there. Susan, Lewis, and it's Simmons, correct? Correct. We are super excited. Susan, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm great. Honored to be here and even more honored that that people are requesting for me to be on your show. Well, we're excited, and we're going to dive in today. We're going to talk about some cool things that we talked about earlier,
0: stuff like stress coaching, resilience-based training. We're going to talk about what Under the Shield Foundation is all about, what you guys stand for, and how you are serving our first responders out there. We're going to talk about the brain and the body, and I'm super excited. But before we go there, you know, there are some first responders now, over 46 different agencies tuning in and logging in every day to FFRonline.tv to be given the tools to be fit for duty and fit for life and chances are that there's first responders listening that know who you are but there might be first responders that have no idea who you are so here's what I do want to do I want to give you this opportunity to introduce yourself and if you could just take a moment to tell everybody who you are you know where'd you come from and and how'd you arrive to where you are today what's your story Susan my friend from under the shield
1: great glad to tell it let me start out by saying thank you to all those first responders that are listening for their sacrifice, and I thank their families also for the sacrifices that they make on a daily basis. Um, Under the Shield started back from an event on May 28, 1992. I was married to a federal agent in the Drug Enforcement Administration, and he was my high school sweetheart. And we had an agent killed in uh, Alabama, and his wife found out about his death on the news. And this did not sit well with me. I was a litigation paralegal at the time, been doing that for well over a decade. And um, so I decided to go back to school, get my master's in counseling so that I could provide free counseling to law enforcement officers and their families. Um, This is kind of how the whole thing started. Um, Got through the master's program and realized that this what I was participating in and and was married to was truly a lifestyle. And it was one that I found a lot of people in mental health really did not quite grasp that it's very different than other professions. And when I say lifestyle, I mean personal impacts professional, professional impacts personal. And so um, Under the Shield was launched, and I started teaching stress management in a police academy in Alabama realized that that was kind of the foundation of so many of the issues that I was seeing as individuals and couples would start to come in to see me. And the program just kind of grew from there. Um, When our children were four and seven, they're now 27 and 30, they were almost executed at a mall in Alabama, and a contract was put out on them that we didn't even know about for a year. And this just reiterated to me the importance, the significance that this is a lifestyle and we have to start to train the other half of the lifestyle, which is the family, Uh, uh, specifically spouses or significant others. And then God had a a plan that I could not even begin to foresee five years ago in June. um, I had been out here in Arizona doing a training and got back to Alabama, and the next thing I knew, I had someone buying my house, and I moved to Arizona, where I didn't know a soul, in the summer of uh, 2012, and the program just has grown exponentially out here, and we really launched the stress coaching program that I know we're going to talk about, and it has just been such a blessing to be out here.
0: Wow. What a powerful story. I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, obviously your kids are okay today, correct?
1: Yes. The youngest is actually um, in law enforcement. He's a Marine. He finished his time with the Marine Corps. I'll be shocked if he doesn't wind up going back in, in the reserves, but he is in law enforcement also. Wow.
0: Well, if he's listening, thank you for your service, sir. You must be proud of him. I'm Very, very much so. Well, let me, let me ask you something that you said because uh, you said some powerful things w- within there telling your story. And you said it's about a lifestyle that the personal affects the professional and vice versa. The professional affects the personal. And... Yes. At FFRonline.tv, and our, our it's, a, it's a nonprofit, and our headquarters out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, we see that every single day on a daily basis, and I think sometimes we forget, and I think civilians and citizens might be listening right now, and even sometimes as first responders, they get so caught up in the job— that their professional life might be successful, but their personal life all of a sudden suffers, or, or vice versa. You know, they're, they're, they're investing so much into the, the, the and I see this less, uh, you know, I hate to admit it, but I see it less. They might be investing so much into the personal that their professional life suffers. And I want you to talk about that a little. If you could just dive in, what do you mean by that? Dig a little deeper about what you do and, and, and why you believe that the lifestyle and, and, the, and the, the, the personal affects the professional and vice versa. I want you to talk about that a little. Is that okay?
1: Sure. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, I think one thing we have to understand, especially about the law enforcement side, not that it doesn't apply to other first responders, but we train these individuals and and I, I always get a big charge out of all the classes that I teach. And I ask them, you know, what's your job description? And what I hear from law enforcement is the standard typical down the side of the car to protect and serve. And I tell them, no, really and truly, your job description is that we train you to be problem solvers. Mm. And in the training, we forget to tell them that you're not going to solve everyone's problems. And I was teaching a class for Border Patrol here in the Yuma sector last year, and it was a God thing. Um, he puts things in into my head, and I open my mouth, and out they come. And I started asking them, how many of them had had a stress management class? And a few hands had gone up, and they really couldn't tell me much about what they'd learned. And So I then asked the question, how many of you went to an academy and they issued you a firearm? And of course, every hand goes up. And I said, how many of you were taught how to clean and maintain that firearm? Every hand goes up. And I said, why did they have to teach you to clean and maintain your firearm? And this uh, agent on the front looked at me and he said, because if we don't, it could malfunction or misfire. And I said, you're right. And I said, now, if I put that gun on this desk right here in front of me for the next eight hours, what will it do? And he said, nothing. And I said, what determines if that gun is used properly or not? And he said, the person that picks it up. And I said, you're absolutely right. And I said, so why do we spend so much time teaching you how to maintain your equipment, but we forget to teach you how to maintain yourselves when you are really the ones that determine whether the vehicles are used properly, any of your equipment is used properly. And I was later told that that was probably one of the most brilliant analogies, which is why I know it didn't come for me. And um, <laughs> I said, this is, this is what is different about our training. And we have to bring the families into this because they are the first ones to begin to see any of the negative side effects of this. A lot of times officers will come in and, of course, they want to fix the problems at home. And they're also being taught in academies across this country to keep their personal and their professional separate. And that is a total impossibility. It leads to marriage issues. It leads to frustration. It leads to so many negative things. And we've got to stop doing that. We have to understand these are human beings. And The officer may not bring details home of his day, but he brings his day home in his mood.
0: Wow, that's powerful, Susan. And, you know, I want to dive into the whole stress management and classes and the stress coaching because I heard you mention that in there. And, you know, it's funny because what you said, I believe, I honestly believe that, you know, agencies throughout our nation are starting to catch on. And, you know, that's something that we're on a mission right now. And I think you heard our our, our, our podcast and, you know, might've saw the press release where, you know, it's a tragedy when you hear stuff like what happened most recent in Houston, where yes. uh, where a sergeant, I believe, takes his own life right there at the police station. Yes. And we sat there and I remember when I heard the news, my heart was broken and you know, it's but but what we don't understand is that's happening more and more often throughout our nation. You know, where well. the finest and the bravest are taking their own lives. And yes. I want you to talk about that because I, I believe a lot of that is stemming from the stresses of the job, the stresses of having to perform, of having to live up to the standard of you know uh, the finest and the bravest, and and, and then I got to perform at the household as dad. And the, most people don't understand the stresses of life that a first responder might deal with. So I would love for you to talk about that a little and, and what your stress coaching and the the stress management classes do to help a first responder cope with that.
1: Sure. Um, you know, one of the things we talk about it under the shield is we talk about the psychological garbage can and we talk about these individuals because it's a lifestyle. They only have one psychological garbage can. So their personal garbage goes in their professional garbage goes in And they don't realize what that looks like. And we equate it to their garbage at home. You know, the first thing you notice about your garbage at home, if you don't empty it, is it smells really bad. Well, in the psychological garbage can, the first things you begin to see are uh, irritability, your attitude sucks, you're snapping at your family. Um, Families will say things like, you're not as much fun as you used to be. Mm. And then as the garbage can continues to fill, Just like your garbage at home, you finally go to take that garbage out at home. It has maggots in it. It smells bad. You pick it up and the bag breaks. Well, you begin to have physiological reactions when the psychological garbage can is filling up. We see high blood pressure. We see things like um, uh, uh, heartburn turns to acid reflux. We're seeing cancer, diabetes, and asthma where there's no family history of it. And then we give the example, when I first started under the shield, I had an officer with a lot of years on the job. And he said, you know, Susan, he said, I support what you do, but I don't need you. He said, I've dealt with dead babies in trash cans, mutilated bodies, horrible things. And he said, I'm sure there'll be a rookie in an academy class that will need you. And I laughed. And years later, Uh, phone goes off in the middle of the day and it's this officer and he is wailing, crying, gnashing teeth. And I said, what in the world? And he said, I am a sick son of a bitch. And I thought, what in the world? And he said, you know, I told you, I don't, um, I don't cry over dead babies and trash cans, mutilated bodies, those kinds of things. And I said, what's happened? And he said, I just saw a stray dog get run over and I am devastated. Mm. And I told him, I said, you sit on the curb and you cry because the tears you're shedding are for t- all these years of dead babies in trash cans, mutilated mm-hmm. bodies, whatever, the dog wouldn't fit. Wow. I said, come to the office. He spent four hours sitting on my couch, emptying his psychological garbage can. Wow! And see families are the first ones to see these signs and symptoms. And so they need to know, first of all, there's a place they can call because our stress coaching isn't just for the first responder. It is also for families. And the training is where we begin to educate them about what it looks like and what they can do about it. So we believe the psychological garbage can is the reason why we have so many suicides. It's not about mental illness, not at all. And I think that's where the mental health community kind of misses the boat. Um, I think they think it's about mental illness. These are good people who feel like they have nowhere to turn.
0: Wow. You, you know, you're spot on. I couldn't agree with you more. What a powerful story of the garbage can just getting, you know, over full. And, and you know, I, I want you let's let's stay there for a second, because, you know, obviously you talked about the psychological garbage can. We talked about the physiological reactions and you talked about some of those symptoms we're starting to see now that, you know, asthma and high cholesterol and blood pressure. And, you know, so what I hear you saying and I want to dive into this because FFR uh, online.tv, we spend a lot of time, and we believe just like you train your body, you can train your mind. And you have first responders listening right now, Susan, that are going through hell in life. And they're sitting yeah. there saying, "Is Susan, my garbage can's been overflowed. It stinks. It's been going on for 20 years, 15 years. What do I do? I mean, I hear you saying the brain controls the body, and but right now I feel like crap. What yes. do I do? Can you give that? Can you talk to that first responder right now? That might be listening. That's saying, my gar- Susan, I'm there. My garbage can's been overfilled for years, and I'm about to explode. What do I do?
1: Absolutely. Well, there's there's two ways to reach us. You can pick up the phone and call us at 855-889-2348. That number is manned by our stress coaches and our peer support twenty four seven. And we never ask for a name. We never ask for identifying information. Where we are different from a lot of other resources out there is none of us are mandatory or mandated reporters by choice. I finished the master's program, top of my class, 4.0, but I chose not to sit for a license exam, which would make me a mandated reporter. So they can be Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck for all we here.
0: So, so let me ask you this. So somebody could call up and say, I'm a first responder. You're not going to vet them and make sure you're going to help them.
1: Absolutely. I was on the phone with one at one o'clock this morning. Um, Don't ask where they are. None, none of that. Um, We even have our numbers set up in a manner that their number will not show up on our phone. Our crisis line shows up Mm. so that we know this is someone calling because it just comes through to our cell phones.
0: Well, let, let's, pause, let's pause for a second there because I honestly believe and I just feel led right now to talk to the first responder listening right now. And you might be like that gentleman that Susan talked about earlier. You know, I, th- I see this all the time where we hide behind certain things. And your garbage can right now might be filled. You might be listening to Susan. But you know what, Susan? We all have something called pride. We all have something that a lot of times stands in the way where we know and I talk to first responders every single day. And I've been there myself where you want somebody just to come in and help rescue you. You know you're drowning, but you say, man, I can't I can't admit it. What do you want me to do? Go to the the, the, the captain, the major, the sergeant? What do you want me to do? Go sit. I'm not going to sit across from a shrink on a, on a couch and, and talk about my feelings. And what if it gets back to the city or somebody finds out and then they're going to think I'm a kook? And so if you're listening right now, I want to encourage you, you could go back and listen to this podcast again. But if your garbage can is overfilled and you know you need the help right now to alleviate some of that stress, you heard it from Susan. It's a toll-free number. 1, or It's 855-889-2348. You can hit pause on this podcast. You can go, and you can call right now to get the help you need. And, and I, I want to say this really quick because there's a chapter in my book, Susan, where I, I talk about taking back the power, and mm-hmm. in that chapter, I talk about you know winning and success. And winning doesn't just happen by chance. And winning is a choice. Not yep. something you wish for, but it's something you have to make happen. And I think so many times, I want to challenge the first responder out there right now. You might have to take that first step. But you have somebody on the other line that Susan and her team of stress coaches that are willing to help you. Don't wait any longer. Take back the power in your life. You control your life, and sometimes you just got to take that first step of faith, that first step of action, to pick the phone up and dial, and all of a sudden your breakthrough is coming and your garbage can can be emptied, you could throw the weights off and you can start to live that life that, that you know God called you to did, have called you to, call, to live once again. So, so before we moved on to the second thing, Susan, that was the first way that they could get help. What's the
1: second way that they could get help right now, Susan? And let me say this too, all of our stress coaches, in order to be a stress coach with Under the Shield, you have to have done it, been married to it, raised by it, or given birth to it. So every stress coach is not about education. Uh, We have a lot of people with master's and PhDs that, again, didn't sit for licensure, but we're more into who has actually lived the lifestyle, and so when they get somebody, they're going to get somebody who understands where they've been, what they've seen, that kind of thing. Wait, wait, wait wait, way- wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Yeah. So th- this is amazing. This is awesome because at FFRonline.tv, we have something very similar, From I'm hearing you correct, and we have, we have people that go through a six-month fit for duty, fit for life. These are first responders only. They go through a fit for duty, fit for life, six-month. All right, transformation, and, and it's, it's intense. You know, we have amazing testimonies that come out of it, but once they graduate, they're then eligible to give back to the nonprofit by then coaching others, and if I hear you correct, that is what you're saying these, these, these coaches are. Yes. So they're yes. either, they're, are, they law, are they a first responder?
1: They are any, all the first responders in military and family. This and- is awesome. It's the only way to do this that truly people understand. As a matter of wow. fact, we have our next stress coach certification going on here in Mesa a week from today. It's a 40-hour it's a training and then an internship on top of that. And we have them coming in from Iowa and Idaho and North Carolina and Alabama and Come San on. Diego and all over.
0: This is awesome.
1: Well, we're excited about it because it's really the only program of its kind in the country where we're giving people an option other than the ones they fear, right or wrong, perception is reality. And they're afraid to go to the licensed community. And again, right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It's their perception and we're giving them an option.
0: That is awesome. And that reminds me of what you just said before we move on to number two is Eleanor Roosevelt once said this quote, and it always stuck with me. He said, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing you think you can not do. What a powerful quote, and that's why I hear you saying, take back the power if you're listening right now. Call that number. Susan and her team are waiting on you. All right, Susan, let's move on. What was number two, my friend? The suspense is getting to me.
1: They could reach us on our Facebook page, Under the Shield Foundation, and private message the page. Beautiful. The only people monitoring those messages, because a lot of times people are more comfortable Uh, writing it out rather than talking to someone the first time and so they can private message the page and (laughs) a lot of times they'll wind up with three or four of us responding at one time and they can kind of pick who they want to talk to and then we even go so far whether you call us or whether you message us once you connect with one of the stress coaches we will give you our cell number so that should you need us in the future, you don't have to go back through and explain it all over again to somebody else. Wow. And, and if you or if they get me and they go, hey, I'd really rather talk to a cop who's been in a shooting. I got it. Not going to hurt my feelings. I'll pass them on to one of the stress coaches. We have stress coaches who've been ex- involved in so many things. And so they they have a lot of options as to who they can talk to, when, and it's always 24-7.
0: I love what you are doing, my friend. And, and so... You know, we, we've seen a lot of first responders, Susan, come to us. And here's why I want to say this. Sometimes I see that we wait until life really gets bad. We wait until the garbage can is over and exploding and stinks. And we've seen many first responders come to us broken physically and mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, you know, relationally, on the job, off the job. And, you know, I, I think a lot of first responders that might be listening right now, You know, they suffer from uh, this place where they start to feel uh, hopeless, which I think is the greatest word. And what I hear you saying is the stress coaching is not just for the person that is the garbage cans about to explode, but let's be proactive. Let's not have to be reactive. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but say I'm a a first responder out there and I say, listen— I'm not delusional right now. My life's not out of control. I don't have all this crazy stuff going on, but I'm listening, and my life's okay, but I don't want it to get to that place. Can I still take advantage of the stress coaching so my garbage can doesn't get to the place where it's going to explode? Is that okay as well?
1: Yes, that's what we prefer. We we don't want to be reactive, and this is why we're uh, working hard to get into police academies. Beautiful. Um, Get in there at the early stages and educate them rather than waiting till they haven't slept in weeks or they're sleeping but they're not getting good quality sleep they're vitamin depleted all of these things are going on we want to we want to get it way before that wow and so it's it's all encompassing we're not just here based on trauma a lot of times I'll go oh I think you're just here for after a, me shooting someone no 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 we want you healthier up front because we know if you're healthier going into a critical incident, you're going to be healthier coming out the back end.
0: That's amazing. Huge what you're doing. I thank you right now. And, and if you're just tuning in, we are talking to Susan from Under the Shield Foundation. She is the founder. And, and, and let's move on to what you just said because, you know, what if that critical accident or incident does occur? You have yep. something that you labeled, uh, and I know that the listeners can find this on your website, but we talked about a little earlier resilience-based training. Yes. So let's dive into that. What does that mean, and what is resilience-based training over at Under the Shield Foundation, Susan?
1: Well, we're preparing people from the standpoint of uh, physiologically things that they need to know about how this job, this lifestyle, can impact them. We're educating the families about what that can look like. Also, we have a we have several training classes. One is called uh, Warrior Survival at Home and on the Streets. And that's a training for officers and spouses. And this is applicable also to fire, paramedics, everybody. And they bring their spouse or significant other to the training, because a lot of times the spouses don't get these things. They have no idea what to expect, what to look for. And the problems that we are seeing that are coming in, the, the wife is seeing that the husband, the law enforcement officer, the firefighter, whoever, is struggling with some things. She walks out in the garage and there he sits with his gun in his lap. All she knows to do is dial 911. And he may not be doing anything but cleaning his firearm. But people tend to overreact to those things and their jobs, especially. Now the job could be jeopardized. Now that's causing a problem at home. So we educate them up front about what things look like and how to be prepared, how to prevent them, and who they can call if they have questions or concerns.
0: Wow. That is amazing. So is this, this is a separate training from the the stress coaching.
1: Uh, Right, right. The stress coaching is one avenue at under the shield. And then we have basically three classes that we really promote. One is called why good cops make quote, bad, close quote decisions. And that's for supervisors to begin to identify in their people that they're supervising. If they're a good leader, Then they are looking for their people who are struggling and we teach them the difference in the symptoms, signs and symptoms of episodic stress where it's easy to intervene, uh, get them some help, get them what they need, find out what's going on before it hits chronic where you have to discipline and or terminate. So it's saving agencies, their most valuable commodity, and that's their employee.
0: Wow. So here's what I want to do really quick. I want to invite the chief listening right now, because we do have chiefs listening. And, you know, first of all, I want to say thank you for your leadership. No matter what agency you're listening in from, as a leader out there, if you're in a high-ranking position that you have individuals under you, man, I want to challenge you right now. Because I've been blessed and honored, Susan, to interact with a a lot of chiefs. And, you know, uh, I know this is the calling and and the vision that God's put on my heart. And and doors have opened that people don't get and understand. They say, well, you're an outsider. You know, you're you're a life coach and a coach and performance coach. And I've been labeled strength and conditioning coach. I've been labeled all these things. But it's been able to allow me to sit across from chiefs. And I've noticed something. A, a, A lot of times the chief is great or the leader is great at what they do, and that's developing the first responder as a first responder. So if you're a law enforcement chief, you're saying, well, I'm really good at making sure that my, I have the best police officers on the street, or a fire chief, I'm really good at making sure they know how to fight the fire. But I sit across from so many chiefs that I help challenge them to become great leaders, not good, but great leaders, by developing the human beings just as much as they are developing the police officer, the firefighter, the medic, the first responder, and what I hear you saying right now—that's what this resilience-based training is. It's you know, it's not something that might seem sexy. It doesn't seem cool. It's not always the fun thing. That you have all these other things. I talk to chiefs that are that that are brought to them on a daily basis that they that they need to implement. And uh, resilience-based training, I could see it, Susan, where a chief could say, "Well, we will get back to it next year. Or we'll we might yes. look at it. We might look at it when we have an issue." And I want to challenge the Chief right now, don't wait until it hits the fan And then we have to get reactive, and then we call Susan. Let's get ahead of the game. Let's get proactive as a nation. Let's go proactive in developing the finest and the bravest, not first responders, but human beings. And that's what true leadership is. If you're a chief, listen, and now I'm challenging you. I love you, and this is coming from a place of unconditional love, but I have got to challenge you to rise up. Let's take this to the next level. Rise up in your city. Rise up in your agency, and let's develop. These human beings, because like we talked about earlier, there is a lifestyle. The the personal affects the professional. And if you want the greatest first responder, like Susan said earlier, you want them to perform better on the job, you know what? Help them perform better in their personal life, and they'll bring a better version of them to the job. And it'll make your job as a leader easier. So I just want to challenge you as a chief out there listening. Susan. I am enjoying this podcast. Obviously, we don't have too much time left, but what else, what else, are we missing? Anything? We talked a little about stress coaching. We talked yeah. a little about the stress management classes that you offer. We talked a little bit about resilience based training, and you know the the, the amazing one eight, uh, uh toll free number. It's not a one eight hundred number, but it's a toll free number. Twenty four hours, seven days a week, your coaches are standing by to help with the stress coaching and stress management. Is there anything yeah. we're missing right now for the first responder listening that you want to get across of what Under the Shield Foundation does in serving our finest and bravest?
1: Well, one thing I would like to do, I'm sure you've got some retirees out there that are listening also. And, you know, we would love to bring that resource in as a stress coach and train them because, you know, we laugh at Under the Shield. There are three characteristics that we see in Law enforcement officers primarily that really stay in this in this field. And that is they have attention deficit disorder or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, which actually means they're of higher IQ. They don't usually know that. And then they're adrenaline junkies. But more importantly, they're caregivers. And there's a great deal of internal conflict that comes from those things because for the adrenaline junkie to be met – it means something bad has to be happening to someone and then the caregiver feels guilty. And all of this stuff collides together. And our retirees still have those three characteristics and they're leaving a profession, they're our most valuable commodity coming out and they're at home and that caregiver needs to be met. And we're giving them a way to do that.
0: Ooh, that's huge.
1: It, and they are they are so valuable with such experience And we want them to know that there's a place for them here, that we would love to train them to be stress coaches. They can do it from the beach of Belize for all I care. All they got to do is have a cell phone.
0: Well, let's pause. If you're on the beach in Belize, I need to come with you, and then we could talk more about the stress coaching. (laughs) We'll do the training down there. (laughs) Seriously. But I love that because what you said is huge. A lot of first responders, they retire, and they look back and say, Man, I don't have the chase anymore. What what am I gonna do with my life? And their identity, Susan, was so wrapped up in being that first responder that all of a sudden we see them. They get depressed and they they let their body go and they're trying to find out. Man, what's my what's my what's my calling now? What what's my significance? What's my purpose on this earth? Man, this is an amazing vehicle and tool for you now to give back to your very own and become a stress coach and help those in need, your brothers and sisters. You already you, you know what they're going through. There's nobody better than you if you're a retiree out there. I love what you, that's an amazing idea, stress coaching for the retiree out there. Wow, that's awesome. Come on.
1: Love to have them. And and we operate under the principle, it's biblical, but it's also the principle of, of the new Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, he, Maslow always said, most people never hit self-actualization. Well, I don't know if you've seen the new one, but the new one, the top of the pyramid is actually transcendence, which says when you reach self-actualization, you reach down and help someone else up. Mm. This is the, you know, iron sharpens iron as man Sharpens man, and that's what this is about. Uh, Our whole model is based on that.
0: I love it. You live to give, and that's a beautiful thing you just said. An amazing, amazing motivator. If you're listening right now. We are listening to Susan, the founder of Under the Shield Foundation. You can find them on their social media over at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, Under the Shield Foundation. And also, don't forget that number that Susan talked about earlier, 855 855- 889-2348, 24 hours a day, toll-free number. If you're out there as a first responder and you're dealing with anything, stresses of life, you need to become a little more resilient. You just want somebody to talk to. And remember, these are first responders that have gone through what you have gone through through in life. So once again, Susan, we're excited. Any closing thoughts today before we let you go? I, listen, I feel like we could spend all day talking about all of these topics, um, but but obviously uh, we, your time's valuable and and, and the, the first responders listening have jobs. And so we'd like to just deliver a small little nugget for them. Is there anything, last closing thoughts that you'd like to say to the listener today?
1: Well, I just want them to know again, how much we appreciate them and their families You know, our first responders truly are uh, our domestic military here, especially our law enforcement officers. Um, Without them, without police officers in our cities, deputies in our counties, troopers on our highways, you know, uh, none of us would ever be able to leave our homes. Uh, It makes life very difficult without them out there, and, and we need them to be healthy, and we need to get behind them and support them and their families, as well as our fire and our paramedics and all of our other first responders. They deserve this from us, and this is how we feel about them at Under the Shield, and this is why we are all donating our time, dedicating our lives to making life better for them and their families, because without them, none of us would be able to leave our homes. And we just want them to know it under the shield. We don't take this lightly. Uh, we will not breach confidentiality. We deal with things ourselves. And so they never have to have that fear when they call us and reach out or their families fear when they call and reach out that somehow or another this is going to get back to their supervisors, their agencies. That That is absolutely not going to happen. In 25 years, that's never happened. And it will not happen because we're awesome. here for them.
0: That is awesome. You and are. God bless them. Go ahead. What you? What was that last statement you said?
1: I said, and God bless them.
0: Come on, God bless you if you're listening right now. That is the founder of Under the Shield Foundation, Susan Lewis Simmons, and no relation to Richard Simmons. We're not. We're. we're this is fit for duty, fit for life, but we're not talking about fitness today. We're talking about being a fit you, uh, Susan. We are honored. We are grateful. Um, And, you know, I just want to I want to pause for a second because you said something earlier and I just have a word that's on my heart. You said sometimes God just puts things, you know, on your mind or your heart or reminds you of something. You just you just say it. And and right now, the word I have after hearing you talk for the first responder listening right now is break through. And and, and I don't know what that means to you listening right now But I just want to encourage you Your breakthrough is coming I don't know what you're believing for Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually In a relationship on the job You might have suicidal thoughts right now You might be depressed, oppressed You might be doing okay But you're done living the average, mediocre life I want to tell you your breakthrough is coming And you say, well, what's a breakthrough, coach? I've been believing and, and I'm hoping and I'm wishing And I hear faith and all this talk Your breakthrough is that moment in time when you decide to believe that that thing you thought was impossible is possible. And right now, we want to challenge you right now to believe. Believe that those things that you're believing for are going to come to pass. Your breakthrough is coming. And I just want to challenge you right now. There's many first responders out there that you know, you're dealing with something, and your garbage can it might be a, it might be smelly, it might be years of just overfilled right now, as as Susan talked about earlier. And you know you might have been controlled by past guilt or shame or, or condemnation from a past failure, or the job promotion you didn't get, or the, the the marriage that might have failed, or whatever it may be. And I just want to car- encourage you right now: take the lid off your life, take the lid off your Life, You're, the, the the power of the mind is incredible, and we talked yeah. about that very briefly today about how the brain controls the body. But I honestly believe, Susan, a lot of times we put these limiting beliefs or these mental barriers on our life, and all of a sudden they start to control how we act, and and all of a sudden we end up somewhere down the road, and we look in the mirror and we say, "How did I ever get here? And how am I going to get through?" So for myself and Susan today, it's time for your breakthrough. Change your thinking and you'll change your life. It's time to create that breakthrough in your belief system concerning who you are and what you're capable of. And I just want to challenge you right now to believe a little bigger. And you have support right here from Susan Lewis Simmons over at the Under the Shield Foundation and Coach JC at FFRonline.tv. Once again, we want to thank you for listening. This does conclude our show of the day, the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. But we do have one more thing that we've got to do, and you know what time it is if you're listening right now. It is time to honor those that deserve to be honored, and it is time to recognize those that deserve to be recognized. So if you are law enforcement out there right now, the finest on our streets, we want to say thank you. We want to honor and recognize you for the job that you do. Our firefighters, our our medics, our National Guard, all of our military, the finest, the bravest, the toughest, the baddest, you individuals every single day. That puts your life on the line So that we can do what we do Our hometown military Our heroes out there We thank you We recognize you And we honor you right now That is from Coach JC And the Fit for Duty Fit for Life podcast Don't forget guys You can connect with Susan and Under the Shield Foundation On all of the awesome social media You can also connect With Fit First Responders At the social media And don't forget FFRonline.tv Get over there right now And get the tools you need To be fit for duty and Fit for Life. Thanks again, Susan. We are honored. We are grateful under the shield for what you are doing. This is Coach JC with the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. And I want to remind you one last time, Hero, that you are Fit for Duty and you are Fit for Life. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for doing your part to be Fit for Duty and Fit
1: for